Chapter 40 of The Conquest This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry, Johnson City, Tennessee. The Conquest by Oscar Michaud The Mennonites During the first half of the 16th century, Menon Simmons founded a denomination of Christians in Friesland, a province of the Netherlands. Many of these Mennonites settled in northern Germany. This religious belief was opposed to military service, and about the close of the American Revolution, the Mennonites began emigrating until more than 50,000 of their numbers had found homes west of Dienpier, near the Black Sea, in southern Russia, around Odessa. These people were fanatical in their belief, rejected infant baptism and original sin, believing in baptism only on profession of faith, and were opposed to theological training. In Russia, as in Germany, they led lives of great simplicity, both secularly and religiously, and lived in separate communities. The gentle rolling lands, with rich soil, responded readily to cultivation, and history proves the Germans always have been good farmers. The Mennonites found peace and prosperity in southern Russia, until the Crimean War, being opposed to military service, when Russia began levying heavy taxes on their lands and heavier toll from their families by taking the strong young men to carry on the war, the Mennonites became dissatisfied under the Russian government and left the country in great numbers, removing to America and settling along the Jim River in South Dakota. Among these settlers was a family by the name of Weisenberger, who had grown prosperous, their forefathers having gone to Russia among the first, although they were not Mennonites. Christopher, the youngest son, was among those drawn to go to the war, but the Weisenbergers were prosperous and paid the examining physician 1,250 rubles, about $1,000, to have Christopher made sick and pronounced unfit for service. With the approach of the Russian-Japanese War, when it was seen that Russia would be forced into war with Japan, the boys having married, and with sons of their own, who would have to draw. The Weisenberger brothers sold their land and set sail for America. At the time the war broke out, John and Jacob were living on homesteads in the county adjoining Tip County on the north, Christopher having settled in western Canada. It was while they were breaking prairie near my sister's homestead that I became acquainted with the former who at that time owned a hundred and fifty head of cattle, seventy-five head of horses, hogs, and all kinds of farm machinery, besides a steam prairie breaking outfit and fifteen hundred acres of land between them. During rainy days, along in April, to pass the time away, I would visit them, and while sitting by the campfire was told of what I have written above. But where they interest me most was when they discussed astrology and meteorology.
They could give the most complete description of the zodiacal heavens and the different constellations. It seemed that astrology had interest their ancestors before leaving Germany nearly 130 years before, and it had been taught to each succeeding generation. They seemed to know the position of each planet, and on several occasions when the nights were clear, with a powerful telescope, they would try to show them to me. But as I knew little or nothing of astrology, I understood but little of their discussions concerning the heliocentric longitude of all the planets or the points at which they would appear if seen from the sun. Before many months rolled around, I had good reason to believe at least part of what they tried to explain to me, and that was that according to the planets we were nearing a certain Jupiter disturbance. And what does that mean, I asked? That means, they explained, it will be dry. Jupiter, said John, as he leisurely rolled a cigarette, circumnavigates the sun once while the earth goes around it twelve times. In Russia, Jupiter's position got between the sun and the constellation Pisces, Aries, Taurus, and Gemini, and it was invariably wet and cool, and small grain crops were good. But as it passed on and it got between the sun and the constellations Libra and Scorpio, it was always followed by a minimum of rainfall and a maximum heat, which caused a severe drought. They had hoped it would be different in America, but explained further that when they lived in Russia, it commenced to get dry around St. Petersburg, Warsaw, and all northern Russia a year or so before it did in southern Russia. They had relatives living around Menon in Hutchinson County, South Dakota, who had witnessed the disastrous drought during Cleveland's administration. Jupiter was nearing the position it had then occupied and would, in sixty days, be at the same position it had been at that time. While few people pay any attention to weather, Dobster's, I did a little thinking and remembered it had been dry in southern Illinois at that time, and I began to feel somewhat uneasy. According to their knowledge, if the same in southern America as it had been in southern Russia, it would begin to get dry about a year before the worst drought, then a very dry year. The third year would begin to improve, and after the fourth year conditions would again become normal but the consensus of their opinion was there would be a drought. End of chapter 40